1: I really needed confidence coaching. I needed needed the confidence to get out there and spread the word about my business. I needed belief coaching. I needed to shift some things about my mindset. I needed to shift some things about the uh, conversations I was having about what my potential was. Welcome to another episode of Full Transparency with Donnie Wiggins, where I like to give you a transparent view of entrepreneurship, life, and all the things that entrepreneurs have going on in their lives and sometimes i bring you some amazing friends to have that conversation with and then sometimes it's just you and me and we're getting straight to work and that's what we're doing today so earlier this morning i went live on my instagram page and i said you know what i need to do a q and a episode i need to do some coaching i need to answer the questions that entrepreneurs are asking so i went on instagram and i said yo I'm going to do a Q&A episode today. You guys give me the questions that you need answers to, and I will be answering them in real time. So here we go. Uh, first question, how did you learn about affirmations and how to practice them? Um, I learned about affirmations. I consciously learned about affirmations in 2011. I started to study Bob Proctor, uh, a mentor that I had come across introduced me to Bob Proctor, who is one of the greatest belief coaches of all time. And in studying his information, watching things like The Secret, uh, which is a documentary, it's also a book, I was introduced to docu- to affirmations. Upon being introduced to affirmations and starting to practice affirmations, I started to attract other people who also led their lives and built their success and kind of manifested what they want through wanted in life through the use of affirmations. And I started to see like, um, some alignment. I started to see that, Hmm, a lot of the people who I actually admire would actually are actually using affirmations. Let me make this a part of my routine. And so that's how I started using affirmations, uh, back in 2011. Okay. How do we truly identify who our clients are and their behaviors and where to find them? Um, This is a good question. So when you're using the word client instead of customer, I am assuming that you are a service-based business and uh, not necessarily a product-based business, okay? Your customers are people who purchase your products from you. Your clients are people who are typically uh, you're providing a service to, So when I am looking at the word client specifically here, how do we truly identify who our clients are? So your clients are typically a version of who you are or who you were at the time of the journey, at the time that you were in the journey that you're currently taking those people through, right? So for example, I am a business development coach. In the very beginning, I started with simply giving people business ideas. I was really, really good at at creating business ideas myself. So it was a no-brainer for me to teach other people how to also create business ideas. As time would go along and I built a business helping people create business ideas, I'm building my systems. I am building my processes, my workflows. I'm creating my customized frameworks. And so now I am able to help people create systems and process and workflows and frameworks because I was once an entrepreneur who needed those things, right? So I can offer that. So I want you to ask yourself, uh, what is it? What is the offer? What is the end result that I am trying to help people accomplish? Now, it's really easy to identify your audience if you are operating in a space that you belong in, meaning you really know your stuff in this area. So for example, if you are a confidence coach, right? If you are a confidence coach and you are looking to help other people build their confidence, think back to where you were when you were successfully on your journey to confidence. Think about what your relationship is. Sometimes it's not a direct relationship. Sometimes it's information that you know and understand as a result of that information coming close to you through someone who's also close to you. And how do you find them? Uh, I like to find my clients... um, I like to recommend that you find your clients through blogs. You can obviously leverage social media. You can run ads if you have a budget to run ads. Um, you You can run ads by literally telling the ad platform, the person who would be my ideal customer watches this on TV. They're interested in these programs. They're interested in these activities. Please go out and find me people like that. Um, you can also join join like groups on Facebook. You can join LinkedIn, and when you're contributing to these groups, when you're having conversations on LinkedIn, um, your your customers will raise their hand. The key is to have a place for those customers. To go to get more information from you. So you want to make it as simple as possible for people to understand that you are you are for them, that you have a solution for them. You're talking to them. But now that I see, now that I see you, now that I'm your potential client and I know that you probably have a solution for me, how do I get more information? I don't necessarily want to shoot you a DM. I don't want to ask a whole bunch of questions. And so this is where you want to make sure you have a landing page, a funnel, or a website that gives everybody the information. Information that they would need to know in order to do business with you okay um, how can you get in the right rooms and find mentorship if you can't afford it great question so my very first mentor uh, consciously And I say the word consciously, I said that back when I gave you uh, the question, the answer to the question about the affirmations too, because now that I am regularly and consistently a person who advocates for speaking affirmations and declaring and affirming over your life, I realize that I've actually been doing that. Uh, All of my life, I just didn't know how to put a name on what I was doing. I've I've also been in mentorship uh, my whole life. I just didn't know how to put a name on what I was doing. So uh, one of my very first mentors um, as a young adult was Oprah Winfrey. I loved the way that she spoke. I loved the way that she carried herself. I always knew that I wanted to have my own talk show and I wanted to create impact in the world like she created impact. Right, I found my very first uh, mentor that I can remember on TV. Right, and then as you're going through different phases of your life, you'll find mentors through your parents. You'll find mentors through uh, friends who know more about a subject matter or are able to simply hold you accountable in a particular area. And then you'll find uh, mentors now on social media. You can find them on YouTube. As I started in my business journey, my very first conscious mentor uh, was someone who um, was operating in a business space in the industry of network marketing that I was interested in becoming a member of or I wanted to learn more about that industry. And I literally just showed up and expressed interest in being great. I expressed interest in being a leader in that particular company. And that person took me under their wing and mentored me throughout the process. Shortly thereafter, I was introduced to Bob Proctor uh, and his information, his platform by my very first in real life tangible mentor. Bob Proctor then became a mentor for me From a distance, I would then be uh, then be introduced to Dr. Miles Monroe. I would then be introduced to Reverend Ike. Uh, Bob Proctor, Dr. Miles Monroe, Reverend Ike, these are all individuals that I've never had an experience with in real life, but I studied every piece of information I could find on them because at that time, I really needed confidence coaching. I needed I needed the confidence to get out there and spread the word about my business. I needed belief coaching. I needed to shift some things about my mindset. I needed to shift some things about the uh, conversations I was having about what my potential was. And so I studied, I almost obsessed I cut TV out altogether. You would get in my car and all you're hearing is personal development. I didn't have the money to invest in mentorship uh, or coaching at that time. And so I got a distant mentor that way. But then as soon as I was able to invest, as soon as I was able to invest and have like a, a mentor able to be used as a lifetime, as a lifeline, meaning we're going to meet at the same day, the same time, the same place, I made the investment to invest and a mentor and mentorship doesn't have to be very expensive right mentorship can be very affordable in fact i have a mentorship community actionable ceo In that mentorship community, I am mentoring entrepreneurs who are seeking personal, professional, and financial development. I am helping you improve in areas and key areas of your life, key areas of your habit, key areas of your business to help you become your best self as a human and as a CEO. Those things all result in you becoming a better person, making more money, and building a business that actually can fulfill you. If you want more information about that, www.actionableceo.com and you'll also see the link in the description of this video Okay, next question. Should you always start a business with an exit strategy? If so, what most, what must it include? Um, I'm going to say yes and no there, right? So because you're asking what an exit strategy should include, I am going to assume that at this time you don't have any experience in uh, planning for your exit from your business. I'm going to say no, because I don't want you to be so hung up in the beginning on how you're going to exit the business that you don't start the business. So at this time, I want you to start the business and uh, I want you to go through the journey of being a business owner, being a CEO, being an entrepreneur. Right. Just learn what your business is as you're going through the journey of building your business, developing your business. You are going to identify Is this first a business that I enjoy? Do I want to keep this business? Do I want to sell this business? Do I want to franchise this business? Do I just want to do away or dissolve this business altogether? You'll be able to, throughout the journey, identify those things. And once you begin to identify those things, I will recommend that you hire um, an exit strategy coach. Those people do exist, right? Oftentimes when you are looking to exit your company, um, are you exiting completely? Are you selling off the company? Are you sitting on the board? Are you coming back to consult for the company? Those are all decisions that you would make as you build a business that becomes sellable. But before you can even uh, or in that sellable or um, scalable without you beyond your Participation in the company. I mean, and those include things like hiring a CEO. Those include things like dec- deciding if you're keeping the company or allowing someone to acquire the company. Um, I, don't, I don't have any experience in exiting uh, necessarily a company. I have experience in helping my clients exit companies and I have just flat out just quit some companies, right? Um, quit some companies because I no longer had interest in, in those companies, like my clothing store, I could have sold that, I didn't know anything about selling a clothing store at that time, so I literally just dissolved that company. Um, My luxury concierge service, I sold my contacts, my resources, and then I dissolved what was left of that company. Okay, let's see. Um, How do I know what task to prioritize when starting my business? Great question. Okay, when you're getting started in business, most of us are starting from a place of having to figure it out. We don't really have the playbook, right? Um, if you are in a position to hire a mentor or hire a coach, I would recommend that you always start there. Why? It's not just because I am a business coach. It's not because I have a mentorship community, but I have those things and I am those things because I understand how having a coach and a mentor will accelerate your success. It will expedite your track from where you are right now to where it is that you are trying to get to. That's just real information. You know, it's like, Uh, athletes who are professional athletes at at any professional level they don't become NBA players uh, MLB players NFL players because they were relying on their own understanding of the game they are who they are because they they mixed or married their talent and their skill set with a coach who could develop them and give them direction and feedback throughout their career and now they are a Now they are amongst the 1% of elite athletes. It works the very same way in your business, right? So that's the first place um, that I would start. Now, how to know what tasks you're prioritizing? Again, through coaching and mentorship, you can figure that out. But I want you to just simply write out a list of everything that has to happen in your business. You're getting started. What are all the things that have to happen? You probably need to... Um, apply for your EIN number, register your LLC, go get bank accounts, uh, maybe even get your trademarks. Maybe there's some information that you need to get copywritten. Uh, You have to do those things. But before you can really do those things, um, you got to think through a business concept. So add that to the list. Do I have the business concept fully and completely mapped out enough to get started? Not enough to scale up, but do I have it mapped out enough to get started? Well, if I don't have the concept fully mapped out, then there you'll have, you know, one tab where it's the concept, right? This is the concept. Well, underneath that, you need to write out, make a list of things that you need to think through, figure out, get together in order to have a fully mapped out, very clear concept. Okay, great. Now I have the concept mapped out. Who's this offer for? Let's go ahead and identify who the audience is. You're jotting that down as a task. Okay, now that I understand who the audience is, how am I going to reach this audience? That's marketing. Now you're going to go ahead and identify all the things that you need to do in order to have a strong marketing strategy for your business. Okay, great. So now that I understand what my business is, I have enough information to start my business, I know who the audience is and I know how I'm gonna market this, how do I fulfill this? So fulfillment is going to be another major category task that you have to break down, how am I going to fulfill this? Does it require shipping? If so, how am I going to ship these products out? Uh, Does it require digital delivery? If so, how am I going to digitally deliver uh, these products, what the customers have paid for? You break those categories down and you go in and you highlight the things that must be done in order for the business to move forward. Sometimes there are things that are gonna be on your task list that will not prevent you from starting. They need to get done eventually, but they don't necessarily need to get done immediately. I would prioritize the task that would prevent me from moving forward in the idea. I would prioritize the task that are revenue generating. And I would prioritize the task that will move the needle the most in the business. Okay. Let's see. Um how to find a CPA or tax strategist as a new entrepreneur. Just ask for a referral. Ask some people who uh, you see that are operating at a professional level, um, people who probably have some experience utilizing a CPA uh, or tax strategist, and ask them, who do they use? Hey, can you submit a referral to me? It's really, really easy to find individuals like that by way of social media. Um And you can even DM me, and I'm happy to share who my tax strategist is. I just don't make those big referrals on this platform. But if you send me a DM, I'm happy to share that with you. Okay, let's see. Hey, hey, CEO Donnie Wiggins here, and I am so excited to announce my new mentorship group is dropping. You may have already heard about it, but I wanted I wanted you to hear it from the horse's mouth directly from me. My new mentorship group, Actionable CEO, for entrepreneurs who are interested in professional growth, personal growth, and financial growth. You want to learn from me. Y'all have been asking for this for the last three years, and I have finally brought Actionable CEO back To serve you every single week, direct mentorship for me. You will also hear from other people who are in my community that I believe will be greatly impactful to you. You're gonna get behind the scenes. We're going to be spending some time together live. This is not pre recorded, this is live mentorship. So if you are an entrepreneur and you want to be connected, feel connected, you want to elevate your brand, you wanna elevate your life, you wanna elevate your level of success. Actionable CEO is for you, actionableceo.com. See you there. How did you know what type of business you wanted to get into? Okay, that's a good question. So you guys, if it's legal, I probably did it. I have tried everything under the sun that I can think about, that I can think of. I have sold cars, I have uh, sold homes, I've been a real estate agent, I have even dabbled in investing, Um, I have owned a luxury concierge service. I've owned a cleaning company, both commercial and residential. Um, I've owned clothing stores. I owned a a party promotions company, like you name it. I did it. And the question was, um, how do you know what kind of business you wanted to get into? I didn't know until I tried several things. When I tried several things, that's when I started to identify what was, what was interesting to me, what was just easy money for me, um, what was something that I would be able to do long term. Like, you know, I was seeking longevity. You have to get out there and try some stuff. If, you've, if you're thinking about business, uh, maybe you can start with what it is that you do right now. What do you do every day on your job? Is there something that you're doing on your job that you can now transition uh, into your own company? For example, I love, 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 love when uh, people who are working in the capacity of being like a personal assistant or an executive assistant successfully as an employee come to me and say, hey, I am ready to start my own business. And I'll say, Hey, why don't you just start a a company where you get virtual assistance or you're hiring assistance for other entrepreneurs as your business, right? You can start your own staffing agency. You can, Because now that you've been an assistant and you're very good at it, you know exactly what to do to be a great assistant. So maybe your business is what you're doing already on your job, except you're training other people how to be great assistants. And you're no longer the assistant. You are the operator over a company that has 10 assistants, 20 assistants that you are now uh, sending out to work for different employers and you can either prepare them for their own entrepreneurship, or you can create an agency model where it's almost like a temp agency, like a temp for a a temp to hire agency, staffing agency, where you're contracting with different, uh, small businesses. And you're saying, Hey, for a retainer rate, I can help you keep virtual assistants, um, or executive assistants, personal assistants, in your business, train them, develop them so that they can successfully work with you. So when you're looking for your own business idea, I would start with what you're doing right now already. Okay, and then somebody's like, well, I hate what I'm doing already. I have no interest in starting a business like this. The second piece of advice that I would give you if you're drawing a complete blank is to ask other people who are familiar with you, right? So um, one exercise that I like to have my students do is sending a text out to five to 10 people who know you and know you very well. Um, That text can also include two to three people who are recently becoming familiar with you. And you're gonna send a text message out that says, hey, I'm working with my coach right now um, and she's giving me an assignment. If I were to start a business today, what do you think I would be starting a business in? You would be surprised at the responses that you get from simply sending a message out like that People are going to share insight about what they perceive about you and your skill set that you're not paying attention to. For example, my mom has been telling me for years that I have a gift of communication, both spoken and written, and I would leverage that gift of communication or should leverage my gift of communication to build a successful career for myself. Well, I wasn't trying to hear it. I didn't want to hear it. I thought that I would you know, be the next fashion designer, the next, um, the next stylist to the stars. I thought that I would be a mega real estate agent, like all these things. I thought that I would own all these clothing stores, like all these things that I thought I would do music career. I had all that stuff and it still wasn't connecting for me. It still, it still wasn't quite yielding the result that I wanted it to yield. And then finally, when I started in the network marketing industry back in 2011, and I had to use my voice to train my team, to develop my team, to motivate and encourage and inspire my team. That's when I realized like, wow, it is communication, right? It is communication. And then if I sit down and I, I think about, if you write out a resume of all the things that you've done, you will find some alignment amongst all the things that you've done. And whether I was in real estate or other type of sales or my clothing store or in music, I've always been using my gift of communication. And so that made so much sense for me. And then later I would go on to write a book. Later I would go on to be a business coach. Later I would go on to have podcasts, two podcasts. Later I would go on to use my voice and leverage it in a way that was highly impactful and influential for others. Here we are today. I had been ignoring for years what my mom had been telling me and what others complimented me on. Other people would say, hey, you write so well. You have such great written communication. Can you write this for me? Can you proofread this for me? Can you help me framework this written material? And then here we are years later uh, as an author, as a podcast host, as a coach, leveraging this gift of communication that's been with me all this time. So send that text message out, ask people and really sit down with that information. Don't just look at it. Don't just say, oh, that's cute. That's funny. Um, Actually write those things out and figure out what the responses have in common. And that might lead you somewhere. That's a great place to start. How do I stay productive all day in my business? Well, the first way to stay productive all day in your business is to recognize that there are gonna be some days where you're just not gonna be productive all day in your business. It's just not gonna happen, right? And that's okay. Um, You should get really, really good at first highlighting your peak hours of productivity that fits your personality. For example, um, I am really productive in the first two hours of my day when it comes to being focused on my self-care and filling my cup up. I am creatively really productive after about 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't know what comes over me, but between the hours of 4 and 7 p.m., I am super creative. All the ideas, I'll map out all the information uh, that that would typically take like a week to do in that three-hour time block, right? What hours are you most productive? Make sure make sure that you're putting your heaviest tasks there so you can get through them. Uh, also operating by a, a schedule, blocking out what has to happen. Sometimes we are not as productive as we should be uh, throughout our day because we didn't do the pre-work, the pre-thinking of what actually needs to happen. So if you just get organized you can become more productive. What does that mean? Well, the night before, the weekend before, the Sunday before that next week, map out what you need to get done and what has to happen, who you need, what resources you need, what tools you need, what systems you need, whatever those things are to accomplish what needs to happen on this list. When you have a map, when you have a GPS of how your day should go, of what needs to get accomplished, it makes it so much easier for you to be productive and getting there. It's no different than plugging an address in your GPS. If you have the address and you know where you're going and you plug that GPS in and you get those directions through your GPS app, it makes it much easier to get to the final stopping point of where you're trying to go than just winging it. Oh, I kind of know the area. I'll get there. I'll drive around. Sure, you might Make it. You might make it by looking at the stars and where the sun is setting, and just going off memory. But if you just create a plan for it, put the address in the GPS and get the directions. Give your day directions. Give yourself direction. You will reach the final result, yielding more productivity, increased productivity throughout your day. All right. Um, what are some tips to get parents or guardians invested in children products? Well, you have to create the need. Um, One thing about parents is that we love investing in whatever we believe is beneficial to our children. What's going to uh, either create a convenience for us as a parent, right? What what are you offering that uh, point out to me what makes it convenient for me to have this and how it benefits my child, right? Is it going to improve their health? Is it going to improve their uh, financial stability in their future? Those are going to be the two number one categories. People are always looking for ways to improve their children academically, uh, health-wise. And now we've become very savvy in preparing for our children's futures financially. So really creating that need. Um, I'm not sure what industry your children's products are in, but if there are in if they're in any of those industries, maybe something that you want to point out to the parents is, hey, you may not have had access to this information when you were a child or a young adult. And because of it, maybe you had to struggle along the way. Maybe you had to learn some pretty tough lessons. Maybe there were some mistakes that you made that could have been avoided. Let's go ahead and make sure you're not repeating that same cycle with your own child. Here's this product that makes it convenient to do this. Your child will get this and you can get it from here. Make sense? I hope so. All right, cool. Um, Top five books that have added value to you personally and professionally. All right, so a couple of books. Um the very first book that I read and also watched as a documentary that really shifted things for me because this book is heavily mindset related is going to be the secret, Um, the secret, the secret, the secret. Secret, All right. Get the secret. Um, Second book. Let's see. I'm looking at a list of books right now. Um, Second book, the four-hour work week was really, really, really pivotal for me in learning how to manage my time, understanding that um, hey, hey, are you a service-based entrepreneur that helps your clients or customers get some type of result? but you're struggling to post and communicate your message on social media, you don't know how to type a caption that connects and gets people's attention and converts them from just someone who's following you on social to becoming your customer or your client. I didn't have to work a 100 hours to get a result or to make money or to build my dream career there was a moment in my life where I was working 12 hours, 16 and sometimes 18 hour days. And if I didn't, I felt guilty. I felt like I wasn't taking entrepreneurship seriously enough. I felt like I wasn't taking ownership and my future and my child, my daughter's future seriously enough. And I was just working. And then I would sit back and realize like in that 18 hour day, I didn't really accomplish anything that would move the needle forward. So the four hour workbook was Work Week was a really, really, really beneficial book for me. Um, Now where I am in my journey, I am reading a book called uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. This book, we're actually reading in my mentorship community, Actionable CEO. This book is so powerful. It's a book that you will read over and over and over and over again. Um, Because now, based on where I am in my journey, um, I have established some success I have uh, created a business model. I have experienced the feeling of fulfillment and I have experienced the feel, the feeling of unfulfillment, right And this book helps to helps you to find that balance between your professional journey and your spiritual journey and making sure you're not losing sight of what's important. So that's a really great book. Um, Emotional Intelligence 2.0 is a book that I am so thankful for coming across. Uh, it really helps you. It, it sounds, and here's the thing, these books, like these resources, it sounds like, oh, well, I don't need to deal with emotional intelligence, but you do. The first time you get a charge back from a customer and you're ready to send them a nasty email or make a phone call and go off on them, or you're ready to expose them on social media, you'll understand that 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 behavior will prevent you, even though that customer was wrong and it's a story and people will comment, you'll understand that behavior like that will turn off other worthy customers and clients, right? And books like Emotional Intelligence will have you check yourself. Books like Emotional Intelligence will help you to understand, you know what? That's just the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of doing business. Let's handle that based on our policies and procedures, not based on our emotions. So really love that book. Um another book that I really love is um Traction. Traction. Attraction uh, for me is going to be a great book for those of you who are trying to understand the difference Uh, between being a CEO and a COO of your company. You want to understand the difference between being the visionary and the integrator. Uh, Maybe you want to understand some operational or organizational structure. That book made organizational structure really, really, really clear for me. Um, And then let's see the... Final book that I will recommend, gosh, it's so hard to just recommend five off the top of my head. Um, hold on. Let me see if I just have one jotted down in my list of recommendations. I'll tell you what I've been reading. Let me go into my Audible account and let you know. Hold on. Mm, I know. Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning, this book was an incredibly pivotal book for me, Um, especially, especially when I needed to understand how my attitude, my energy, the things that I, uh, how I start my day, creating morning routines. So a lot of. You guys are really interested in my morning routine. Like I talk about, I own the first two hours of my day every single day. What I should be doing, how to start your day so that you can set yourself up for the best day possible. I got that through Miracle Morning, and um, I recommend that book to anyone. All right, let's see. Uh, We asked that question. We asked that question. Um, did we ask all the questions? Just joined network marketing. What's the next step? Work. <laughs> Order your products. Um, I believe in the network marketing industry. It was a very pivotal moment for me and my experience to and through entrepreneurship. Um, network marketing taught me how to be a leader. Network marketing taught me the importance of personal development and professional development, uh, network marketing taught me how to be accountable to other people and network marketing was the very first step for me to, uh, that I leveraged. It was the vehicle that I leveraged to get myself out of tremendous financial debt. Um, so I believe in network marketing. I think that you should create a purpose for network marketing. Like if entrepreneurship, legitimate entrepreneurship or, uh, if entrepreneurship is your ultimate goal, network marketing is a balance between being an employee and being an entrepreneur. But because you can still be uh, terminated by the company, because there are still somebody else's policies and procedures you have to follow, it's not quite Entrepreneurship. It is a freedom tool, however. So create a plan for network marketing and plug into your leadership. That's the number one thing. Plug into the people who are getting the result that you would love to get in that company. Stay closely connected to them and do everything they say to do. Okay? Um, procrastination. How did you overcome or what tools do you use to help? Procrastination is one of those things that I'm still dealing with. Like uh, if I'm being fully transparent, um, I still procrastinate. I still wait until the last minute to do things. I still put things off. Um, And so I haven't figured that piece out just yet. One of the things that helped me to be less of a procrastinator is uh, my accountability partners. So I have a couple of accountability partners and business partners that Um, are so productive, are so on top of their stuff that I can't be the only one in the circle not reporting updates. I can't be the only one in the circle that's not coming back with new information and new activity. It's embarrassing. You get put out of the circle, right? So I don't know about any resources necessarily that will help you not become a procrastinator. I've tried all the apps, the time management apps, all that stuff. None of that has really worked for me. Um, But having people... Uh, holding me accountable, being in a position to be held accountable is the thing that works. And when you are, uh, but these, if you, if you're leveraging what I'm doing, um, the people in your accountability circle, you actually have to have like a slight bit of fear to disappoint. Like, I know that you're my friend, but I, I respect you so much that I don't want to mismanage this access that I have to you on a professional level. I will not come day to day or week to week without being accountable. And also what works for me is not going a long period of time without that accountability. I speak to and communicate with my accountability partners two, three, and sometimes four times a week. And that's when I notice that I am my most productive self. All right. Um... Can you proceed with the business venture if you and your partner aren't completely aligned? Yes, you can. Put an operating agreement in place. You and your partner don't have to be aligned necessarily to each other, but you do have to be aligned to the vision of the company and you do have to be committed to your operating agreement, okay? David and I are business partners. We are so aligned in so many components of our lives, the way we handle ourselves personally, the things that we want out of life, uh, what we believe about building community and entrepreneurship, um, but then we're not aligned in in, in other areas, Right. Um, we have different religious beliefs. Um, we, uh, you know, he he does things that I don't do. I do things that he doesn't do. But we're, we're aligned in terms of the vision that we have set and created for our companies and our joint ventures. Uh, we communicate very well. We respect each other's boundaries. We respect each other's differences. And that allows us to be amazing business partners. All right. And let's see here. <laughs> okay, two more questions. Uh, first one, what is the best way to go about starting your own business with limited funds? If I'm being completely honest and if I'm sharing what I did I started a business that did not require a lot of funds. I made money in that business, and then I leveraged the capital that I that I had from that business to start businesses that may have required more money. Um, if I had to start all over today, I would do the same thing. I would start something like a drop shipping business. I would create digital products. Um, I would do e commerce. Um, Something like that, something that's service based that doesn't require a whole lot of money, but it also yields a super high profit. And I start there until I am able to generate the revenue that I want to generate to start my company. Also, if I were starting over, I would uh, leverage business credit and business funding. So getting your credit together so that you can access other people's money. Third party money is the best money to use to build your business, knowing what I know today. Okay. Those two things. And my last question, what's one thing you learned on your business journey that you can't go without now? Uh, one thing that I learned on my business journey is the importance and the value seriously of being plugged in and connected to coaching and mentorship, coaching and mentorship led me to, uh, who I, who I have become as an entrepreneur It's helped me to create my morning routines. It's helped me to create my core values. It's helped me to have an understanding about business. It's helped me to be a critical thinker. Um, It has helped me to stay in alignment. It's helped me to maintain integrity. It's helped me to understand my vision and my purpose. Like coaching and mentorship for me was really like, the top of the ladder that sprouted so many other stairs on its way down. That's helped me to become the person that Donnie Wiggins really is today. And along this journey, because most of the information that I've gotten has been a result of something that I have learned or experienced by way of a coach or mentorship. That's something that I will never, ever, 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 ever go without. Um, Also meditation, journaling, Prayer, meditation, journaling, prayer, prioritizing my self-care. These are the questions, guys, for today's uh, episode of Full Transparency. I enjoy doing these Q&As. I think I had fun um, doing this, and we'll do this again. I will randomly reach out to you guys and ask you what questions you have. Uh, You got some, you had some really good questions today. Some really, really good questions for those of you who are like, man, I really wish I could have asked a question. Just drop your questions in the comments and my team will source those or sort those questions out and we'll continue to do a rolling list of Q and A's that will help you move the needle forward in your business. And one more time, I got to let you know, if you need coaching or mentorship, if you want access to all this type of information on a regular and consistent basis, you deserve to be mentored by me through my mentorship community, Actionable CEO. It's just $97 a month. You'll see the link in the description below or actionableceo.com. Also, if you are a coach, consultant, or course creator and you are looking to develop that component of your business from scratch, then you need my accelerator program, Six Figure Accelerator. That link is also in the description of where you are watching this video. Until next week, I am Donnie Wiggins, full transparency, and I'm out